Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Brady shows up and he's questioning the guy and there's a boom like that <laughs> behind him with the microphone. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we like to Throw things into the fire that we want to give away to the universe. We do. I've done that. Oh. Have you? Um, I have done real weird shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Here's here's something. Oh, my name's Amy Archer. I'm your host, and I'm here with the spaghetti to my meatball, my dear dear friend Stephanie. Hi, Steph. What's up? Um, the night that I first started hanging out with Timmy, my husband, we did this. You did not. We did. We were with Eugene, and we were up at his house, and we had a campfire going, and we wrote down, like, something that we wanted to give away and threw it into the fire. What did you put? You know what? I I was really struggling because I was only, like, a year out from my divorce at that point, Mm -hmm. so probably had something to do with that. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. And I don't know what Timmy wrote either. So I once, this is kind of funny, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that I did this, but when I was like 19, no, I was a little bit older because I was definitely married. So I was like 20 or 21. Um, I read this like spell book and tried to put a spell on my ex-mother-in-law to like, not anything bad, but just to like keep her away from me. So like I wrote her name on a piece of paper and then you're supposed to freeze it and like put it in a capsule of water and stick it in the freezer. And I did that. And that Mm. bitch was Mm. in my freezer for like 25 years and it clearly did not work. (laughs) 
Um, I have a couple names I could put in my freezer to keep away from me. It didn't work. So, I mean, don't don't waste the space if you need it. How funny would be if you came over and you opened my freezer and like you a saw whole like bunch a of paper that said like Cody Brown, Robin Brown. Aurora <laughs> <laughs> Brown. <laughs> or like I opened the freezer and all these like little things tumble out cuz there's so many of them in there. No, that would be like me. I could I could make like full ice cube trays full of people yeah. I don't want coming near me anymore. Just you know, That's tray awesome. number two is like my entire high school. <laughs> Seriously, yes, I could get behind that. Oh my god, this is so great. Tray I number three is all the coworkers. <laughs> coworkers. Don't email me again, you motherfucker. Speaking of coworkers. Oh, I can't laugh. Again, we have some continuity issues in this episode. I know. Okay. Okay. So let's unpack this. So (laughs) Brie was a lawyer. Yep. And she was practicing in like LA, right? I'm assuming. Big city. Yep. That's what I took from it. Okay. Or Sacramento, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And um, she... Came to Virgin River, and I was under the impression that she was, like, taking a break from lawyering. Right? That's what I thought. I but actually now thought she was, sudden, like, taking a sabbatical from her life. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. But now, now all of a sudden, she's on some... She works for some company that has enough people stationed in Virgin River that they can make two baseball teams. Now, there are nine players on a baseball team, so it's 18 yeah. people. This is so fucking weird. It's weird, like, right? It's just stupid. Like, why do we even have to go there? Like, don't write don't in something know. stupid. I know. I, I know. I know. It's, it's so weird. Dumb. Okay. So we're going to start. This is Virgin River Season 5, Episode 8, Full Moon. And you're welcome to all the people in our Facebook group, the Backdoor Friends, who we got watching this shit show. <laughs> it's you're so welcome. Great. You're welcome. Yep. All right, so we're going to start with Mel. We're going to break Mel's story up a little bit. So we're going to start with Mel, get halfway through, and then visit our other residents. Got it. So what were your thoughts on this opening scene with Um, Mel opening Dancing to Lizzo? Number one, the first thing I noticed was that her socks were dirty. And Mm. then that, you know, like, come on. That that was just terrible. Put some clean socks on. And furthermore, it was super lame. Do you ever dance around your house like that? A hundred percent I do. You do? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh, that's fucking amazing. The one day, the one day, Timmy and the girls came in. I don't know where they were. And I was vacuuming and I was singing. Shut up. Well, it was I a was, song by. Uh, it it was, was, you can count on me. Is that Bruno Mars? Yeah. Yes. I was singing at the top of my lungs, like oh my dancing God. around my little vacuum. And they caught me red-handed. <laughs> well, dance, I feel like dancing with the vacuum or like, you know, like that's an mm-hmm. actual act. But like mm-hmm. just, I'm just hanging out and I'm just going to dance around the kitchen to Lizzo. Like, mm, Here's something that you don't know weird. about me. Here's something you, you'll be surprised to learn about me. I, I'm super, I love to dance. I, who are you? I'm terrible at it, so I don't do it, but I love to do it. So when, like that stupid poem, dance when no one's watching, that's how I dance when no one's watching. (laughs) Oh my God. 
I mean, I love to dance too, but I would never think that you do. I love to dance. Yes. Um, I'm coming up for a dance party. I just, I suck at it so hard. If I have a good couple drinks in me, Mm. I could probably do it in public, but it looks like the Elaine Bennis dance. I mean, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so, hysterical! She's dancing to some Lizzo, and I wrote, "Stop trying to make Mel cool because it's not happening. It's terrible." Jack shows up. He catches her. Of course, he has flowers and coffee. Of course, of course. like he runs out and gets coffee every morning for her. I know. I mean, so, that is very nice. Of him. It's very nice, but it's not reality. No, it's not. But he then doesn't again, work. He doesn't work. Then again, they're like work. in the they're in the honeymoon phase, so maybe. Uh-huh. It's possible. I think it's possible. Maybe. So she runs out to go fishing with Doc. And Jack is like, you're going fishing? What are you talking about? Here's another thing you'd be surprised to learn about me. I love to fish. So do I. Okay. We share that. Yeah, I do. I won't touch Mm -hmm. a fish. Oh, I will. No, Timmy has to take it off the hook. I'll do do And I'll do the worm and all the things. I'll do the worm. I could gut that little worm and put him right on the hook, but I cannot touch a fish really i mean i've filleted fish before i don't like to do it but i have it's hilarious when timmy we would go fishing with the girls when they were little because timmy had to take everybody's fish off their rod so like when we as we were catching them they were yelling daddy daddy and he's running over them taking the fish off and and then he's running to me you know it was timmy hated fishing with us yeah well with a whole bunch of girls yeah i would bet yeah so he again brings up the doctor's appointment that he wants to talk to the doctor about trying again for a baby. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, no, bye. I got to go. Later, yeah, Mel- I, I kind of have an issue with her and the way she's treating him, though. I have an issue with him harnessing or, or bringing up his inner Vanessa Lachey and hounding her for another baby. I know, but I also think there's a part of him like his grief is being ignored i do agree with that and i think she is that's what real roading him yeah that's what i'm taking issue with not that i know he's irritating her but she's also acting like this didn't happen to him too yes and it did happen to him Mm -hmm. he lost three babies (laughs) right he did but he did i have to tell you something skip ahead if you guys don't want to hear this spoiler i watched to the end i don't want to know it's not a spoiler but it's funny amy but skip ahead if you don't want to hear it um Um, i don't want to hear it in episode 10 charmaine shows up and she's still pregnant you guys (laughs) (laughs) oh stop that's five seasons people five seasons seasons when i saw her on screen i was like no because i just assumed she went off and had the baby somewhere Nope. I know. And like, Still we, we do know that this is only happening in the time span of a year, though. Because very recently, like Mel or someone has said something that it's been a year or whatever. And I'm like, how has all of this shit happened in a year? I need to go. Guys, we need to create a timeline here. Were there seasons? Were, was there any reference to seasons? Um, No, I don't believe Like when so. Mel first gets there, what season is it? I mean, I assumed it was fall based on the attire, like the wardrobe. Because we learn in this ep- Oh, no, not this episode. Sorry. I hate Spoiler. you. Spoiler. We learn that this is happening around October. 
Okay. Because Doc, when that he would make sees, sense. When he sees Charmaine, he makes reference to it. Right, but I do think that when Mel arrived, it was also fall. Yeah, like this think, is not the math ain't math in here. Well, it's not mathing, but I'm just telling you what I heard. What's going on with your voice? Today? I don't know. I I've been like this all day. I'm sorry, everybody. It's Aww. like I don't know if it's like allergy voice. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. like a little uh, and I little do, um, like a little rasp. And I do have yeah, my Ruth Bader cup of tea. Who's a raspy person? Like a Sarah Sandra Bernhardt, or like a Marge Simpson? <laughs> oh, Marge Simpson. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> so they're fishing, Mel and Doc, and. He's like, you know, I love coming out here. This is my safe space. Now, I will say, I'm not good in a boat. I'm not good standing in a boat. I love riding in a boat. Timmy and I get in that little rowboat and we go out and fish all the time. Okay. But I can't stand up in it. It's going to tip over. Oh, God. Right? I mean, you, you would probably tip it over just because you would. Yeah, because I'm clumsy. Just because you're clumsy, yes. yes. For no other reason other than yes. you're clumsy. I'm like a baby deer on these legs. <laughs> a baby deer. A meatball with deer legs. I hate you. <laughs> Doc asks Mel to come back to the clinic. She says yes. She says nursing is her calling, and then she gets a bite and doesn't know what to do with it. And I feel seen for my first couple times. Uh-huh. Now Mel is hanging out in the sewing circle and she's finishing her baby dress and it has a little bird on it and she says it reminds her of her mother because she used to call her her little bird. And Mm -hmm. Mel asks for the latest gossip and Muriel, champion, hero, says, we do Um, not gossip. We simply exchange provocative local news. I love that so much. That was so great. It was so great. And Joellen reveals that Muriel is shacking up with Cam. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love those two together. I do I'm too. Here for it, and I hate him so much. But I love, I love her. Dude, don't him. you love that he like appreciates her? Yes, and a, finds her hot and sexy. A billion percent. And then there was a part of me though that was hoping that what if Doc and Mel fall in love? <laughs> oh God, no, no. Mm. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm ordering a punch to the face to come to your front door right now. Ah! I was thinking when they were in the boat. Oh, I can't laugh. No. Come on. That would be hilarious. I'm looking up how old the actress is that plays. She's like 40. No. Muriel? Oh, Muriel. I thought you meant Mel. Muriel. How old do you think the actress is? 62. She's 60. Oh. She looks great. Yeah, she does. She really does. I thought now she the was actor who plays Cam, he's I mean, let me guess. He's 39. He's 45, and I have to send you something. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Here we go. Oh no. <laughs> he is um Canadian, first of all. Okay. And here he is. I'm just gonna send it to you in text, okay? Okay, here we go. This might change your opinion. And we need to put this in the Facebook group. Okay. Opinion changed. Opinion changed, right? Woof. Woof. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> he is a really good looking guy. He's just a huge dork ass dude in the show. Yeah. Yeah. But he's I a good looking guy. <clears throat> I love his hair. 
Okay. I'm we're so not sorry. Even, my voice is so annoying, everybody. We're not even out of the first paragraph right, here. So sorry. let's let's move. Okay. I can't help it. This was a good episode. So Cam swings by. He apologizes to Mel for ever doubting Jack. He sets the record straight with her. Then he says to his new, like, hot piece of mama here, I'm going to grab some steaks for our full moon dinner. And she's like, I'll grab some Merlot. Uh-huh. So oh, she's going to get a little wine drunk Ooh. and we know what's going to happen. Yep. Can't so wait. Late- Later, Carly Simon swings by Mel's with the casserole from Hope, and Mel invites her to girls' night at Bree's. Stevie Simon, dude. I can't with her. Uh, she's the worst actress, and she's yeah. such a fake friend for yes. Hope. Or, I mean, Mel. Like, Mel. whatever. I know. I don't like it either. All right. Now we got Jack, and he's meeting with Nana, and he's talking about the evacuee sleeping at the glamping site. <laughs> You had to see Timmy happened to be in the room last night while this was oh, happening. No. And he's like, what's going on here? I'm like, oh, Jack has a glamping site. And this old lady's running fentanyl to it. And it's one of those things that like until you say it out loud to somebody else. You don't else, know how ridiculous it actually you sounds. You don't know how ridiculous it sounds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Nana. Nana and her drug ring. He's like, oh, I'll array, I'll, I'll get, tell Hope that all the evacuees could stay in the glamping site after I get moving on, on the bookkeeping. And she's like, oh, you don't need to worry your pretty little head about the bookkeeping. I'll have Brady cook. I mean, take care of the books. <laughs> she's so obvious. I know. She's so obvious. A drug kingpin. I know. <laughs> she gets escorted around by various um, random men. Random dudes. And she has all this, these like rando connections to criminals. Like what? Come on, Virgin so, River. She says, um, you go mourn with Mel. And later Jack sees Brady. He's like, thanks for doing all the books. And Brady's like, oh, what? What? And he's like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now we see Brady. And Brady and Mike meet up. And they are like in this beautiful, like, every place in this town is beautiful. I know. But they keep meeting at this, like, dock launch or something. Yeah, There's no one around. And it's just pristine. It's stunning. And Mike wants to clear the air because he swears that Sacramento and him being there was a coincidence. And I want to say, I have a conspiracy theory. Ooh, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Mel falls in love with Doc. I <laughs> hate you so much. Did that punch in the face come to the door yet that I ordered for you? <laughs> Did you hear the dogs bark? No. Um, Listen to me. Here's the okay. conspiracy. All right. Tell me. I don't think Mike was coincidentally in Sacramento. Probably not. Because he never says. Like, he could clear this up in five seconds with Brady by saying, I attended the trial of blah, blah, blah versus blah, blah, blah. Right. Or I had to go testify against ex-criminal, Joe Criminal. But he never does that. He's always super vague and just says, oh, I happen to be in Sa- Sacramento. He says to Bree when he runs into her at the courthouse that he's there for another case. Never says what that case is. Okay, but what would he? What so? If the conspiracy is that he was there on purpose, why? To comfort her. Oh, so you don't to be think with her? Like a bigger no, nope, oh. nope, nope. I think he is a liar and a scumbag and a scum bucket, and Brady's gonna come out on top here. <laughs> I hate you with everything okay. that I am right now. I hate you so much. 
So Mike says to Brady, if you want Brie back, you need to get Nana on tape. <laughs> saying she's using the glamping site to sell fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So good. Later, Brady's at the glamping site and he notices someone's in one of the trailers and it's Lark. Yes, and I... I need to talk to the person who named this character. And, well, it's terrible, but I don't even care. This is the exact kind of, like, trash that Brady needs don't you to dare. go for. Don't you dare. He finally met someone on his own level. Let them no. go glamp mm-hmm. off together mm-hmm. and die in a face-down pile. If on his own all. level, you mean somebody who can appreciate his hotness for what it is. Well, yeah, we'll he has met about, somebody like that. We'll talk about that later. So it's Lark and her annoying kid Hazel, the one who ran off into the woods and almost murdered Jack and Brady during the fire. Hazel or Basil? (laughs) Hazel or Basil? Jack, stop. Stop. So they're squatting at the glamping site and Brady doesn't give her a hard time, but then Jack shows up and he lets her stay there. Brady's not thrilled because he knows this is about to become a drug playground for Nana and her cronies. Now, Brady is leaving for the day and Lark offers him a beer. So she doesn't have a home. But she has But she beer. has beer. Real exactly his type. And like exactly. craft beer. Right. Yeah. Like she's not handing oh. him a key light. No, no. No. And it wasn't a Dosekis that we keep seeing in every other no. episode. No. But this, this was is like exactly, a craft beer. Right. So exactly the kind of trash he belongs with. Did she, how did she get there? We don't see a car. How did she get to buy the beer? No clue. This is, I call bullshit. Maybe she grub-hubbed it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Oh my God, I can't laugh. Then the conversation takes a turn. So they have a beer together and the conversation takes a turn. When Lark confides in Brady, she stabbed her abusive father in the leg with a hunting knife. I was like, oh my god. It just keeps getting better. Now, later Brady runs into... So, that guy that's like the right hand of Nana. I know we knew his name in like episode one, yeah. but I'm just going to call him Eric Estrada because he okay. kind of looks like him. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm okay with so that. So, Brady runs into Eric Estrada <laughs> and he has some questions. And he's like, where are the drugs? Where are they going to be in six hours? What kind of drugs are they? How much are they? Who are you selling them to? And what price are you asking? And can you please repeat your full name? <laughs> Social security number, address, and birth date. Oh. And this dude is like, uh, are you wearing a wire? <laughs> and we get a hot shot of Brady's abs. Woof. And then I Woof. wrote in my notes, I take back everything I ever said about Brady. He should do the rest of the show shirtless. <laughs> I'd be here for that. I'd be here for um, that. Same. But so, here's the thing. No, but, it, go ahead. No, but here's the thing. Picture that hot ass body just naked with Lark and Basil living in a glamp site, <laughs> like in the rundown one. It's like, it's perfection. It is virgin. And it is virgin river gold. I know that our girl Bree deserves better, but I don't want her with goody two-shoes, kiss ass, suck up Mike. Okay, Scumbucket. but still, but Brady belongs with the scumbucket that is Lark and her crap I, I disagree. and okay. her Basil. 
How so, about when she introduces them to the to the to Basil? He's like, "Hey, kid." Brady's not going. Brady's not the kind of boyfriend you bring home to meet the kids. Exactly. What are you doing? You just leave him shirtless out front with the beer. Yes, you just. Brady is the kind of guy you run into at whiskey business. (laughs) You throw him in a bathroom stall. You make out, maybe fool around a little bit more. Some fingers go south. I don't know what happens. And then the next day, you're like, "Oh shit, did that really happen?" You don't bring him home to the kids. No. Okay. Anyway, this dude asks him to look at for a wire, but never asks for his phone. Brady never, like, he probably has that phone running 24-7, recording everything these people are saying. (laughs) These idiots would miss a boom mic over their heads. (laughs) I love it so much, though. Wait, wait, I just had a thought. Oh, no. Brady shows up and he's questioning the guy and there's a boom mic (laughs) operator behind him with the microphone. And he's like, what's that? Brady's like, it's just a tree. It's just the wind. Ignore it. Or he's like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't see anything. Okay. Stop. I can't laugh anymore. Okay. (laughs) So now in the middle of the day. Bree and Mike are drinking beers and watching baseball. Like, oh, and Bree's one of those people. She's like, oh, go team. Yeah, like, go team. Whatever. Like, you've obviously never watched a sporting event with me because it's like profanity laced tirades constantly. I hate sports, and so I would have nothing to do with this shit. She she asked Mike if he can sub in her company softball team tomorrow. And I just wrote, what company? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, I would think she's lawyering, but she's doing it remotely. That's what I would think, too. There is not a huge law firm in Virgin Virgin River River with 30 employees. No, this is stupid. Brady sends her text apologizing for beating the shit out of my cupcake truck. (laughs) These words coming out of my mouth. (laughs) If they feel weird. (laughs) Everyone hates us. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'm not. So I'm not. I'll, I'll try to edit some of this oh, <laughs> this laughter. I don't think you should. Hey, everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk. Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay. So now we go to Lizzie, Hope, Denny, and Doc. Lizzie shows up in the morning. She's wearing a suit and Hope calls her boss tweet. And I'm here for a good boss tweet reference. I like that. Right. So she and Cameron should work together somewhere. 
Who in Cameron? Lizzie. And her tweed suits. Oh, you suit. want Lizzie to hook up with Cameron? I'm saying when the tweed suits, dude, you missed it. Okay. Okay. They need to find a place to house the evacuees who are staying at the school. And Denny has a job interview at births. <laughs> I can't with this. I can't. I can't. Look, look. <laughs> I am married to someone who is in the skilled trades. I'm married to a carpenter yes. who does not have a college education and has provided for his family using his his trade and his intelligence and his muscles, percent, whatever. Yes. I'm not saying there's not a place for that. No. But I am saying Denny is a kid who went to Stanford, dropped out, and is trying to get a job at an auto mechanic store. And I just feel like that's a big leap. Huge. That's a big there's a big discrepancy between those two yes, things. Yes, there is. There's yes. a big like, discrepancy there. Like, if like, can was... he go work for the law firm that Bree is part of right. as like a clerk? Or like, you this is the kind that. of job that like Brady should be applying for. You, what are you implying? <laughs> this is the kind of job <laughs> Brady is qualified for. That's what I'm implying. It's just so weird. It's so weird. It's so super weird. later we see Denny doesn't get the job, of course, because he knows nothing about cars. So then he can apprentice. So basically, Bert, that fucking fentanyl fiend, is making Denny work for free as an apprentice. Listen, Bert doesn't have money to be dishing out to fucking idiots <laughs> that don't know how to do anything. <laughs> He's a one-man band. Uh, so he tells He's still Doc waiting and for his tetanus shot. Lay it off. <laughs> he, tell, he tells Doc about this and also tells Doc that his grandma, Rose, wants to come and visit like, like tomorrow. tomorrow. What? Now, just in case you guys forgot, Rose and Doc were boyfriend, girlfriend. Doc went off to Vietnam, as we we learn. And she like broke up with him or fa she faked her own death. She faked her own death, yeah. which is bonkers. Uh -huh. Yes. And then had his son never told him the son died. Yes. And now Denny is the grandson. Yes. Mm -hmm. The son died. So we don't know, like, does Denny have a mother? Well, the mother had Huntington's, didn't she? Oh, and died. Right. So both of the parents are dead? Yes, oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, this could not be, they couldn't make this story more tragic if they tried. And they keep trying. They keep trying. So Hope is like, so Doc makes a fancy dinner for Hope and springs the Grandma Rose crap on her. And Hope is like, how will she explain faking her own death? And I wrote, what? what? Say that again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> she faked her own death? Yep, I remembered that. How do you fake <laughs> your own death? I don't know. But did she like... <clears throat> legally i think she her told death. her parents to tell him yeah, she was like dead. i think she just wrote like never reached out to him ever again and pretended don't forget we're talking about a time when there was no facebook no social media yeah. no records pretty much yeah. online anywhere because yeah. there was no online yeah no this... so people could very easily yeah. think and especially yeah. if she got married and changed her last name i mean yep yeah. yep you ready for some preach 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 i can't do it <clears throat> Preacher and Kaya, go ahead. Kaya. <laughs> They're having breakfast. And she has a day planned for him. And she says she prefers a day of thrill to a day of chill. Yeah, no. Nope. 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 Mm -mm. Hate it. He's like, game on. <laughs> they go racing on some dirt bikes. <laughs> Which was real. Preach. Weird. Later tells Kaya that he's called preacher because he didn't speak much when he was young, but when he did, he gave sermons. And I wrote, "Sounds like a blast." He was really probably really popular in high school. <laughs> but 
then he tells her what his name is. Engelbert. <sighs> you guys. It's really John, and we know that, but he says Engelbert. I know, and it was like the dorkiest. <sighs> Whatever. Like, it was so dorky. And she was like, oh, ooh, I don't know what to say about this. I was like, shut so up, now- preacher. Kaya tells him a little bit about her family, that her dad is angry that she's divorcing. Jeb, is that his I name? I don't remember. The guy on the crutches. Um, yeah, I forget his name. He I think it's Jeb. So later that night, Pred- Pred- Preach asks her the real story behind her marriage breaking up, and she tells him they had met on the job, and in year seven, they went up for the same promotion, and he basically shit-talked her, and he got the job, Then he tried to force her to quit and be a housewife and a mother, and she refused. Mm -hmm. And she says, all the men in my life make me feel like I can only speak if I'm standing behind them. And Preach is like, you can stand out in front of me and speak as long as you're holding my hand. (laughs) Okay. I could care less about these Same. Like, I know. If if right then a ghost appeared and grabbed both of them and dragged them off to the nether, I would not care. care. No, I'd be Mm -hmm. like, okay, next. I would read the notes like, and then a ghost appears and they go away forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now Cam and Muriel are having their uh, full moon dinner. Yeah, they are. And they start talking about Mel. And he explains that, you know, the chick got weird because he was on the rebound. Mm-hmm. We get this. Totally. We've all been there. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And he says, I never really had a connection, though, with her. And they start to talk about their connection. Then they kiss and it's pretty hot. It's hot. I was so excited for her. It's a lot hotter than the Doc and Hope kissing. Oh, that was yucky. Yeah, no. So he he says to her, though, you know what? I can't do this because I promised Doc that I would be more professional. Mm -hmm. And she, like, in classic Muriel, she gives him another kiss. Like, put that in your spank bank, bud. Yes. And then she says, okay, I'm out of here. So what I think is going to happen with Muriel and Cam is they're going to, I think they're going to be happy. I think they're going to be fine. Like some, I think if anything, they'll make a storyline out of some age related stuff. Cause there is quite an age difference yeah. between them. I never told you the actor who plays Cam is 45. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a difference. If the characters are true to their that age, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's a huge difference. Friends, but it, I mean, I could see that it it could be. Well, he he is still in the age where he could have children. Want kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's forty five, so he he really could want kids. Okay, so now we're gonna go to girls' night. Girls' night. Bree's complaining about Brady, uh-huh. and Carly Simon feels bad about her endo episode in which she almost killed <laughs> <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> The girls start a fire and write down what they most want to get rid of, and they throw it in the flames. And Carly Simon throws away guilt for burning down the farm and almost killing <laughs> Chloe. And Bree throws Brady away, and I jumped into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Mel wants to get rid of her fear of trying again and experiencing another loss, but she can't quite throw it away. Why? I don't know. I don't either. She's still afraid. Oh, I know. So the end scene, the end scene. Jack comes home. Mel tells him she's going back to work at the clinic. And he again brings up trying again. Read the room. Read the room. 
She's literally running away from you whenever you bring this up. He is, but I also think he doesn't know what to do because I don't think she's talking to him at all. She's I mean, she's clearly him. avoiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's his way of trying to assure her, like reassure her that he's okay with it or like that he's, you know, supporting whatever. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I just think that okay. she's not being real great to him. No, she's not mm-hmm. at all. Nope. And I don't really like so it. So she she tells him, dude, I can't do this. I know. Like, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm done. And that's how it ends. And that's the end of the episode. What are your thoughts? It was a loaded episode. I'm here for Muriel and Cam. Me too. You know what? I'm here for Lark, too, because I want to see Lark hooking up with Brady oh, yeah. and making Brie jealous and Brie dumps scumbucket yep. Mike and runs back to oh, Brady where she belongs. For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with any of that. Brady oh. should not be a stepfather, oh. let alone a stepfather to this little Hazel person. No. But, like, isn't there a part of you that, like, you don't want that for Brie? You don't want her with him. He can't give her what she deserves or what she wants. He's an asshole think, scumbucket. Oh, I disagree. I think Brie has a little bit of her that needs a little bit of a bad guy, and she's going to get bored real quick with Oh, Mike. I agree with that. Totally. Does Does she need better? Sure. Right. But, yeah. yeah. None of us choose what's good for us. That is true. I mean, Lord knows we don't ever. No. I mean, we happened to this time, but that was a coincidence. 100% a coincidence. (laughs) All right, girl, go rest your voice. Guys, if you haven't already, check out our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a lot of fun in there. We are up over 500 members. I'm super excited. Amazing. And I did say that once we hit 500 members, we're going to have a giveaway. So there's going to be a giveaway in the group. So get in there so you can take part. And um, leave us a five-star review. Only five stars. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is by jumping on our Patreon or Supercast. And soon, hopefully, Apple Podcast subscriptions. I'm trying. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you soon. Love your bones. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.